I was the first, one of the first. My first day was state trooper coming, putting me in the backseat of the car, and meeting the other black kids with six of us. And seeing all of those parents and also KKK members uh, having signs and throwing cans at us, spitting at us. We lived in the threat of death every day, every day. So I was just lost in this vacuum uh, between integration and segregation and, and racism. That was my childhood. I was angry for years. Angry. Very angry. This podcast has been brought to you by a four-eyed production. And now, let's start the show. Which just came up on an anniversary. How old did they say it was? They say it was like 20 years old. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Salute your shorts. The little little bits came on um, there. What else? Ah, Real Monsters. I loved loved Ah, Real Monsters. The Rugrats. All that. I mean, legends were born off of all that. And do you remember the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that had T and Tamara on it? They and one of I they do. were it was like they were turning into chameleons. Yep, and it was like a good twin and a bad one. That was kind of cute. It, it was, was like a cute idea because it was the first time like you saw them outside not, of goody goody. Yeah, sister sister. Yeah, it was good. Kids don't got no good shows like we did. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What else came after that? Like a uh, part of the generation that came shortly after that was really good too. It had Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I think Cat Dog was still like kind of during that time. Brennan and Stimpy, um, Cat Dog, Cat Dog, <laughs> Alone, Alone in the, in the world, world, little Cat Dog. <laughs> that was a good show. <laughs> like who thought this? I up? still will watch that. That show was funny. Um, what's the the dog that scared the scared of everything? And he had like the owner that was old. It was like an old lady and an old man. And, like, aliens would come and stuff like that. And he'd be, like, hollering, like, ah, ah, 
like pulling her skirt and trying to get her to see stuff. And every time she would finally turn around because she was so old, it would be gone. I don't remember. Uh, it's going to eat me up until I figure it out. I don't know. Maybe I'll think of it later on in the show. Anyway, how's your wine? Honey, this this one right here put some hurt on your chest. I don't need that in my life. I don't either, but girl, it's grown. But when I go back to California next month, I might need to get another bottle. Listen, don't rub it in my face. Okay, I'm sorry. You can go next time. You can still go this Why time. Why does life always happen I to me? I don't know. It's happening to all of us. It's happening for us. It's happening to me worse. It's, yes, it's a it good is. Thing. It's a good thing. Life is happening for and with us. I'm trying to keep it positive. Don't side on me. Let me sip my wine, child. We'll have to get up and leave out of here. Please do. What's up, y'all? Please do. Are you going to kick me out? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, never that. I see how we do. Oh, I see how we doing. Just speak to the people. Hey, y'all. We black like we never left. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. B, how was your weekend? Girl. Girl, honey. Busy body. Courtney be busy. Courtney be busy. Courtney be needing a vacation. <laughs> Courtney be needing to leave her phone at home for a week. Well, why don't you? You too attached. We no, I'm in. not. Like, like I was telling you last week, I like deactivated Facebook and Instagram, like from my primary phone that I use. I believe in that. Um. And it did me a world of good. I was totally lost when I actually logged back on. Mm-hmm. But it felt good to, like, pick up my phone and try to go to it. And like, oh, it's not there. Yeah. And I just went on about my day. It didn't bother you not one bit. Not one bit. One time I was going through something, and I got off of Facebook for three years. Now, when Jesus. I got back on, I was fine. But, like, three years. And I didn't miss it. I really just got on because my friends were like, come on now. That's enough. Facebook is not what it once was. It really isn't. Um, so I still feel like Facebook is a really good way to keep in touch with people. Like some people are adamant about how much they hate it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but there are people that I probably never would have been able to talk to and may never see again. But I get to keep up with them. People that I actually care about that I, who have moved to like Washington State and stuff and. You know, they're raising kids, and I get to see their beautiful kids and talk to them and update them on what's going on in my life. And not that it's necessary, but the world isn't what it was, you know, 10, 15, 20, 40, 60 years ago. So, you know, I'm okay with it. The internet has made the world, like, this this big, big, like, small. I always say there are no longer seven degrees of separation. No, and I have met people on social media that, like, I can't live without. Like, they're my friends. Right. Um, Which is crazy to me, because if you would have told me that, like, a decade ago, I would have been like, you stupid. Right. Yeah. I'm going to mean, I ain't talking nobody I don't know, but it's just, like, you you meet people, and you just, like, get a good vibe from them, and then you connect, and then if something organic comes, Mm -hmm. like, I always talk about how I met my friend Marie, like, Mm -hmm. I just think the world of her. And we met on Facebook. Right. So, you know, I mean, people have met their spouses on that. Not that I... Yeah. But people have met their spouses on, like, dating apps and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, the world is... I'm not into it. Very small. I'm not into it, I too. I ain't here to judge. Because I watch too too much forensic files. I don't have... Okay. The time 
nor the day. No, okay, I don't have the time because I look to be I, coming to look for you, trying to figure out where you were last, whose hair you grabbed before they dragged you out. Listen, I may not steal, but I damn sure will kill. Okay. I don't have the time. Okay, <laughs> um, but what did I do? Okay, let's go back because. You really know, bad. Thursday is really like Friday Eve, so right. the the majority of us do things on Thursday. Correct. So, on Thursday, I went to see Ocean's 8. No! 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 How was it? No, you did not. Girl, just wait till I come on DVD. No! But, okay. So, I saw Rihanna post about it today. Today being Monday, which is the day we're recording. Right. It came in at number one, and there's still some movies, some good movies out. There was nothing with that much star power in one movie. So you think that whenever, because on Wednesday, um, what is it, Superfly comes out, and then The Incredibles comes out on Friday, you think those movies are going to knock Ocean's 8 out because it's not that great? I think The Incredibles might. I'm sure The Incredibles probably will, because there They're are gonna adults knock who have out. been waiting. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I want to see Superfly too, but it was... I think I was just very, very excited to see Sandra, because I love her, mm-hmm. and Sarah Paulson, which is one of my favorite actresses. Okay. And while they were good, and everybody was pretty, and it had, you know, a good plot, and, oh, Anne Hathaway was in it. It was good. I love her. But there was just not enough action. Like, it wasn't like... Any high-speed chases, it was nothing blowing up. It was just very... You think they did that because it was full of women? I don't know, but come on. I mean, we had set it off. Y'all could have done something. True, but whose fault is that? That's not their fault. It's not their fault, but they're in the movie. Right. Um, And it was it was okay. You know, Sandra always is, is good, and Brianna did good. Um, Sarah always is just... I don't know where they got her. I don't know where she came from. But she can play anything. She can Amen. be anybody. Amen. Um, and so I just love her. She it, it was it was a nice movie. They they look nice. The fashions was on what? Ten thousand. Okay. But without wait, wait for DVD. If I had to do like one out of five, I would give it a strong two point five. Seriously? Yeah, it was like I'm I don't so ever have to see to hear that. I don't ever have to see it again. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. What else? Because I know that's not all you did. So then this I week. I seen you. <laughs> this weekend, I went on a little getaway to Atlanta. Okay. Um, Ended up going to OLG restaurant. You Old Lady did. A. I finally made it there. And it was nice. But. Okay. Keep it all the way 100. We want you to damn, keep it real. Damn. Like a chicken plate that was like $30. I'm like, fried chicken for $30? Girl. But did you pay it? No. Oh. She got the salmon. Okay. Um, And it was okay, but, you know, I think I went for the experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to say so I you went. went. Yeah. Um, I went to Papa Do's. I had oysters for the first time. Mm-hmm. They ain't got to worry about me no more. Really? At least you tried it. I was just like, no. Why is anybody like, you want to eat this? It's like so slow. I have a texture problem. Me too. So I that had texture jiggly issues. slime. Now were they? No, they weren't like steamed or in anything. They were straight. I thought they were because the top had all kind of stuff like cheese and. Um, that don't mean. I know, so I got <laughs> tricked into thinking they were like cooked, and they clearly were not. Um, but I mean, at least I, I tried them. Um, what else did I do? Went to a hookah bar. Went to the mall. 
And then yesterday we went to this cute little place called um, Negril Village. Oh, I bet oh, oh my, my god! Gosh, that, food. Now, that food was banging. <sighs> That the was, best. That was that chicken. Those wings, that grill wings. When we go for Beyonce. We might not be able to get in just because everybody will be down there. But if we can, we need to go. Live music. Had a day party upstairs. I always like to go to Atlanta. Just you know, I don't like to drive. Yeah. But I like to go just to get away, and I needed it. Like. I mean, I could just go somewhere else. Like, I'm thinking, like, where am I going to, like, run off to next? Yeah. But it was good because um, I went with one of my really, 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 really good friends who I went to college with, and it was just her and I. Yeah. And I don't think we've gone anywhere, like, us just in the car by ourselves since probably 2010, like, with just us. Like, we've been on trips and stuff, but... I was it's about been to say, groups. what year is this? Yeah, just groups. It may have been two. Was it two? It was either two thousand ten or two thousand eleven. I think that was two thousand ten. So just that, like for it to be us and just to laugh and giggle and talk about stuff, and it was fun. We needed it. I'm so. glad. I'm glad you had a good time. Me too. What did you do this weekend? I never remember. Girl, you need to take you some type of supplements. Okay. Get that brain stirred up. I know, right? It's just because I had this conversation with one of my friends. His name is Josh, Chef Josh. Actually, he's out of um, Atlanta. He came up this weekend for an event that I went to. Um, But we were just talking about how, like, I used to be afraid that, like, I was losing brain cells or something was going wrong with me or, like, I had early onset, like, Alzheimer's or something. No, that's called hypochondria. (laughs) I mean, no, I'm not a hypochondriac either. But it was because I could never remember. Like, everything has to be written down or it'll just fly. And he was just talking about how he used to feel the same way. But it's because we're so creative. And we have so many ideas. They're literally flooding in. And you can't remember everything. So you got to, like, record it somewhere or things are just going to. And that's kind of how my weekends go. Like, stuff, I know what I did. But everything's packed together. I'm like, okay, was this last weekend or the weekend before do I got that coming up? Like, no, I remember. So, um, all that to say, this weekend was actually lighter than some of the other ones. Um, you know, Friday night, what happened Friday night? Friday night was game night, Golden State. Oh, yeah, Warriors Swept. won. Cleveland on up out of here. Those after pictures were hilarious. They really were. They, I feel away I, because I'm, I look at the, like, humanistic part of people I'm like ouch like ouch it hurts to see sometimes because I know people still got to go home they still got to look their families in the face I know you don't care because when he when they beat the Warriors and he got off of that plane with that ultimate warrior shirt on it wasn't nobody boohooing sad then (laughs) it's all a part of the game I understand bro you lost I understand but still that was tough so um what else happened? Saturday morning, I got up, and I drove to Winston. So, my friend Tanya, who lives in Winston's officer in Winston-Salem, she actually... Hey, girl, hey! Hey, girl, hey! She invited me to a brunch that was going on at her um, church. It's called Fellowship Church in Winston. And um, uh, the friend that I was telling you about, Chef Josh, he mm-hmm. came up and he provided the food. And everything was amazing. Um I've never had the opportunity to go there on a Sunday, but I have met their um, pastor before and their first lady. Her name happens to be Tiffany. She is amazing. I love her to know. Why? Because her name is Tiffany. I know. She just happens Mm -hmm. to be amazing. And her name is Tiffany. Don't hate. A hater gonna hate. 
every time. Cause I ain't gonna hate. Truly, no, no Taylor Swift, no Taylor in here. Um, but I do know that they are under strong leadership, um, and they're not afraid to tackle like the tough stuff. And I, like I said, I love their first lady. Um, and then, so that was that. We had a cookout. I went to visit my friend Chester have a new bff they have a baby that i finally got to meet for the first time and if you any of you guys follow me on instagram then i posted the baby today <laughs> so she doesn't know it but she's my bff what's um, her name baby bella her name is Aww. isabel every time i called her baby bella everybody was like nobody calls her bella her best friend does <laughs> thank you okay. why don't they call it why, why does anyone call her bella if that's her name I don't know, because they call her Izzy and Isabel and all kinds of stuff. Haters gonna hate. Call that baby Bella. Thank you. That'll be my own little personal name for her. But I, I made her a blanket. I took her the blanket over there. So we just had a little good time watching TV and hanging out, me and baby Bella. And then Sunday, I had an opportunity to do some planning and just to catch up on some work. And now I'm back here with you beautiful black people. Yes, you are, girl. And others who are listening. It's no, it's no other place you'd rather be. That's right. You could be anywhere in the world. <laughs> okay, Jay. But you here with me. Okay. Courtney B. Jay Z. Courtney B. Jay Z's niece. If you want to sponsor me, give me some money. Okay. okay. Come on, Uncle Hove. Come on, bruh. I like it, Uncle Hove. Look us up. Oh. Look me up. What happened in the world this week? We, I feel like we missed a lot of it. Just trying to catch up on life. We missed a lot of it, but, you know, the internets, they don't let you they rest stay popping. They stay popping. Mm-hmm. They will keep you abreast of all the black happenings. Let me tell you something that I love that is irritating people already. So, <laughs> Wait a minute. It's irritating people all. Yes. Well, listen, don't irritate me because, child. You're not going to be irritated. Devastation to the nation. What happened? So, the Carters kicked off the On the Run tour overseas. The internet wasted no time. Posting any and everything. Including ass. Let me tell you. Including. I I'm okay. Ass. I'm cheeks. okay with this. I can't. Listen. I said. I can't girl, stop looking. I can't stop looking. Because I want to know. How somebody who was as big. As Beyonce. With those twins. Got them cheeks back together now. You know people. You know people going to say she had work done. Well. I don't care what the people say. I don't care. Oh no. No Kanye. Either. Dang. I don't care what them others. Wait a minute, that's not right. Anyway, no, go it's ahead. not. I you tried it though. Jukebox, jukebox tie today. Jukebox tie. We girl. forgive you, everybody. <laughs> so um, yeah, but the videos they finally showed the the twins, which we knew they would. That's usually how they they that's how they closed out the last show, showing off um, you know, their first child and their union and everything. So. We got, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who isn't interested or who has blocked everything, all things um, Beyonce and Jay-Z until they get to go to the show. Uh, but I personally don't care about that. I can see every last bit of it a million times. And when we get out there. I'm going to be screaming like I ain't never seen them before. Okay, so some people are upset because they've been waiting on Beyonce to drop an album. I said she wasn't going to drop an album because this is on the run. This is her and Jay-Z. Now, they could have dropped a collabo. They didn't. Some people seem to think she's going to drop an album midway through. I'm like, a smart Beyonce would do this on the run tour. Because I feel like she did this once before. 
And after this tour is over, drop an album and go back on tour by herself. Because then everybody's going to want to go back out to see the new song. Oh, because who? Because we'll why be give it, there. Why give it all away right now? Who would be there? Me, getting my new coins ready already. Girl, did you see those babies? Yeah, they cute. They so cute. They are oh. so cute. Um, I feel like the baby girl looks like blue. Somebody said the little boy looks like blue. The little boy looks like Beyonce to me in the face. Really? Well, then, okay, so if this but is the baby fair, does, the girl does too. I don't know. They just the boy cute. looks like Beyonce. The girl looks like blue, and blue looks like Beyonce and, and Jay Z. Yeah, she looks. She's a perfect mix of them both. Yeah. So we're gonna see. Oh, we're gonna see. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be up in there screaming my head off, but I always do. So it's, it's no, it's nothing different. It's nothing new. I like seeing all the clips, so I know the differences in the inflections and the changes that they've made. Even though she'll make some more changes, and she'll get, we'll get the costume changes by the time she comes around to the Americas, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with that. But at least I know what's coming, so that when I'm standing there and I'm singing all the songs and making all the breaks, it's because. I... Listen, y'all look me up on the internet. She already. better do. She better do some fire breakdowns. Cause I don't got time to play with Beyonce. Let me tell you something. Shut Beyonce, I know you listening. I don't have time to play with you. B is gonna be. She looks great right now. By the time she gets to us, she's gonna be so slim. Cause she, you know she does all that dancing night after night. So we, we'll get a different Beyonce with different outfits if not, and different tailoring, if nothing else. But I'm really looking forward to it, and it didn't bother me not one bit. Y'all keep right on posting. You can at me if you want to. Yeah, like, who cares? We're still going to go. Yep, somebody cares. Um. So what else? What else happened this week, girl? Um. Well, did you see um, Issa Rae at the CFTA Awards? I didn't get a chance to. Okay, so, you know, they have the the um, CFDA Awards every year, and it's, like, one of the um, biggest awards for the fashion industry. And they always honor someone and give them the um, Fashion Icon Award. You remember that's when Beyonce won, and she had yes. the, the hat. She must have been pregnant then. That's why she had that suit I think so. But this year they gave it to Kim Kardashian. <clears throat> so, <laughs> that was so They big. did what? They gave it, yeah, she won. Um, but the main thing is, okay, she she was there and she was um, she won for like an icon fashion icon award or something, mm-hmm. something or another. And so then Issa gets up there, and <laughs> is this where that quote about Kaya yes, came from? Okay. Directly in front of her and gave zero fucks about it. Right, like tell the people what she said. She basically said, you know, I'm as about as I'm about as fashionable as Kanye West is. Black. Black. Only when it's convenient. What did I want to know if the cameras panned to Kim Kardashian's face? And if so, what did it look like? I like? don't know, but Dang. I I mean, East always comes through in a clutch. She always comes through. Throw that on a t shirt, girl. The cl- she is clutch. Yeah. Clutch mommy, okay? Um, but you know, Insecure is coming back out and this season, the third season is supposed to focus on toxic black masculinity and she said she wants to talk about it but not from like a preachy standpoint but just to show like this shit affects us whether you want to admit it or address it or correct it or not like we're affected by this because black women are always the lowest on the totem pole until you need some shit done right and then that's who you come running to because we get shit done so i'm excited to see um how the season plays out, how 
this Tasha and Drove situation, like, you know, yeah. what's going to happen because they're like a thing, I guess, sort of a thing. I don't know. But I'm interested to see what's going on and to continue to follow Issa because I feel like she's just a positive force in media. Right. And we need chicks like Issa. Facts. So. The people feel away, huh? Feel away. And we ain't scared to tell you how we feeling. Agreed. Up in the building. Okay? Okay. Oh, um, what else? What? Lil Wayne. You think we're going to get a Carter 5 now? I don't care if we do or not. That's not the point. I asked you if you thought we were going to get a Carter 5 I mean, now I'm that Lil sure. Wayne has won his lawsuit. I'm sure there will be one, and I'm sure he'll talk about his scissor and I'm going to eat you and you will eat me and all of this <laughs> over and over again and being a blood. And I mean, I'm sure we'll get all of that. Or maybe he'll talk about some of the life experiences that he's had within the last few, like the feud with him and the back and forth with him and um, Birdman, like all of that. You're interested? I'm interested in people's lives if they're, you know, vulnerable enough to share with vulnerability. Do you think he will be? Who knows? I never try to really speculate unless I have a good clip on a person's personality. And with Lil Wayne, I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, if there's a good bop or two, I will be interested, but I'm not going to like go out of my way. Right. Like, I'm over like going out of my way to support people who clearly really don't give a shit about us because I mean you clearly said you don't know anything about you know Black Lives Matter because the police saved your life you don't you don't know anything about that so right. I don't know anything about you so I'm just gonna leave that at that well there's that speaking <laughs> of Black Lives and Matter and um did you see where Colin Kaepernick is set to subpoena Donald Trump yes and I can't wait I can't wait because either. if he refuses that subpoena he will be held in contempt of court yep Colin says he broke federal law um, by directly influencing NFL owners. And so, run it. Yeah, and, and Jerry Jones told the truth. He and did. Said he that. really did. He said, you know, Trump called him and said, this is going to affect me negatively if you don't address them kneeling. And speaking of Donald Trump, this whole thing about him mixing the Eagles visit. Eagles. Mm-hmm. When they had That's no intent on coming anyway. Right. And then he tried to like flip it around and say, you know, they kneeling shouldn't be accepted either. You need to come out on the field. But first of all, the thing that's so crazy is that nobody on the Eagles ever kneeled. Right. So why are you talking about the kneeling in relation to the Philadelphia Eagles because when they he, never kneeled? Because he knows like his base does not care. He knows that his base either does not care and some of them don't fully understand. I'm not like trying to, I'm not trying, this is where like a lot of politicians lose, especially at the high levels, higher levels too. You know, all you have to do is say something that makes it seem like you're trying to call people stupid and saying that a person is ignorant is not calling them stupid. I'm ignorant to a lot of things. If I don't have the knowledge, the statistics, whatever to back up what I'm talking about, then I'm ignorant to that fact until I gain the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So like he knows that his a lot of a large portion of his core group is ignorant on a lot of these subjects, especially when it comes to, you know, 
what Colin is kneeling about or why people don't like the national anthem or don't respect the flag or whatever it is. So all he has to do is continue on in his repetition, make it, it seem like there are Americans who just don't want to be patriotic when that's the very thing they're doing is being patriotic. But if he can convince his core that these people don't care about America and don't care about this country. Or the military that you draft dodged five times. Right. Um, the thing that burns me up the most about it is not Trump because everybody knows that Trump is an idiot. So it's not Trump per se, you know, him, him personally. It's just the fact that you're blatantly and willingly just tuning out everything that I'm saying. Right. I'm saying that this is not about the flag. He knows that. Yet you continue to say that this is like you're just trying to silence the agenda. Right. You're trying to silence everyone. Like you're just, it's not even selective here. Like you're just choosing to just completely ignore what I'm saying to you out of my mouth. It is not about the flag and the military. Nobody said anything when Tim Tebow kneeled for his religious beliefs. Right. Nobody said anything. Right. I'm I'm truly amazed at the the number of people who who continue on in this ride with him. Like, seriously. Um, I'm not. Like I, I wanna know. What I really want to know is are you being like him and you know it's not about the flag, but you just want to continue on with this narrative, or is he really tricking you into believing that it's really about the flag and the national anthem? The latter, because if if that's like if I say, you know, if if I come in your house and I knock over your bottle of wine, okay, and you say, I can't believe that you would come in here and knock over this bottle of wine and intentionally disrespect my floor. How dare you disrespect my floor? It's not to disrespect your... I'm upset about something else. That's why I knocked it to the ground. Right. And I tell you what I'm mad about. I'm mad at you for doing this, Tiffany. You say, but my floor. You're, right. you're intentionally ignoring the issue in the room as to why it got there. Right, but what I'm saying is if I go outside and I start screaming to my neighbors about you knocking it on the floor and they come in and they see that you've knocked a bottle of wine on my floor and I'm hollering about the floor... Right. Mm -hmm. And you tell my neighbors, I knocked a bottle on the floor because of this issue. Do the people believe you? But because they care about me, they ride for me anyway. Or do they really not know at all? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, which one is it? Are they they ignorant? Basically, the way they... The way they voted at those polls showed you that it doesn't matter what he it doesn't matter what it is. He could like he said, I could go out in the middle of the street and shoot somebody and I still won't lose no votes. He did say that. They do not care. They do not care because it's all about keeping marginalized people oppressed. They don't right. want us to get too much independence and, you know, take I can't even say take our power back because since we've been here, we've never, we've never fully had it. Yeah, that's true. So anything to keep that class, and I can't even say that class because they're uh, most of the people that voted for Trump are in a lower 
socioeconomic status. I am socioeconomic status. So, so you know, I mean, it's just that it's just their supremacy. It's there's their sense of entitlement that feels like I don't care who you are and what you are. You are ne- I never want you to feel like, or I don't want to feel like you're getting ahead of me. Right. Or you're getting something that I'm not. Because this is my country. No matter if you're born here, no matter, you know, whatever. If you're not white, you know, this is not, you're, you're disrespecting my country. It's not your country. There are people who, there are, you know, people who are descendants of slaves who have been here since before there are other people who migrated here who still feel that way. My country. Mm-hmm. Like, my people might have been here before yours, but yeah. they still feel like because I'm black and they're not, then it's theirs more than it's mine. Or the, you know, indigenous people. Because really, y'all ain't got nothing to say. Because this is all theirs. Nobody has anything to say. And I can't remember who it was. It was either Charles Blow or um, Van Jones, but basically they were talking about, just like how you said, with even if your ancestors were here before theirs, they still feel like it's their country. It's like they have this way of, you know, basically making history, like molding history to fit their lens. Like, you know, from the beginning, it was a genocide. Yeah. But in our history books, it's like, oh, we discovered America and we... Escape British rule and blah blah blah, but you did that on the At back the expense of other of people. an entire group of people. Yeah. So that was in part a genocide. Yeah. In or, part. Whole. Whole. You're right. Mm-hmm. But from their perspective, it's not. They settled. They colonized. It's like we we helped them. No, you did not. You killed them off. And stole, starting with and, their children. And stole their way of living Break and the way their they women. cook food and all of that type of stuff, just like how they talk about, you know, cotton and this and that and industrial rev- like industrial revolution, like that happened off the backs of us. Yeah. Another genocide, basically. But in their mind, it didn't. Right. You know, because Kanye says we chose that. Right. Know, we just stay here. We chill. We, we got 401k. We got We in- wanted to insurance. work for them, and they took care of us, housed us, clothed us, fed us. Kind of like what the Kardashians were doing then. I'm just saying. That's what it looks like to me. I feel like any minute he just gonna take off running in the middle of the yard. He's gonna take off running. (laughs) Sorry, didn't mean to scare you last night. He's just gonna take off running. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of woke people, do you know who Mariah Parker is? Yes, girl. Fist extended yes. on them hoes. So, Extend your fist on them hoes. She won the race for commissioner um, of Athens, Clark County. Mm-hmm. Georgia. And Georgia's showing out. Yeah, they really are. And if you don't know who she is, I'm sure you know the image. She is the 26-year-old. Um, she won by 13 votes, mm. which was slim. Uh, she won Did by they ask for a votes. recount, I wonder? <laughs> they would have... Listen, no, I hope right. not. That would be petty. Um, but she was sworn into office using the autobiography of Malcolm X. I don't know if you know that part. No. She was sworn into office. Because, you know, you can choose. Which you don't yes. have to be sworn in on the Bible. Yes, sir. She was sworn in on the autobiography of Malcolm X. And she had her fist raised 
um, instead of her open palm mm-hmm. when she was being sworn in. So shout out to you, young Mariah. Me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers. Older dog, no liar. Kick it fantasy, hot like fire. I'm tell you the story about how I almost got slapped over ODB. No, what were you singing? That song. And so, what did he say that's bad? Nothing. <laughs> but I love the song. I love Mariah Carey and I love Wu Tang. So it was the perfect combination. And my mom was in the car. I need to take a moment of pause right quick. I think my mama listens to this show. Hey, mama. Hey, mom. Because um, she said, I talked to her one day last week and she was like, it did get back to me. And I was like, I had to scroll back through my mental <laughs> It's like, what did I do? And so she was like, I did used to say that about them girls, though. Remember um, last week we were talking about how our boobs are big? Yes, girl. And I said, my mama used to always tell me, you need to do something with those. Girl, them tiggos. Like, go, go work at Hooters or something like that. So we laughed about that. But I was like, well, who knew until then? And she actually listened. So I'm about to tell another mom story. So she's in the car with, like, her best friend at the time. And the song, maybe the song comes on. I can't really remember. But anyway, she was like, I'm sitting in the back seat. She's like, yeah, tell so-and-so, because I won't say the person's name. But she was like, tell so-and-so about um, this song or whatever. And she was like, I, I said the names of the people. And I was like, yeah, ODB. And she was like, yeah, ODB. And then I was like, oh, Dirty Bastard. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> like, she was mortified. Her head, if it could have turned. <laughs> Around 360 like degrees, it would have. Which, in that moment, I was like, mm. I didn't even know that I shouldn't have said that until you it got came too out of my I did. I mean, I ain't know. That reminds me, do you remember that Instagram video what? where the mom was in the front seat? And she, like, had the camera was like, yeah, you know, her son was in the back seat. And he was like, and she was like, oh! Yes! <laughs> And then it was that music where after he shot that bird, like, oh, you got real comfortable. He stuck his middle finger up because he, he, be doing, he didn't really realize that she was looking. No, like, he knew she was looking. I don't think he knew I she think was he looking. Just, he got caught up. He, but he got he caught got up because up. that's something that he do all the time. Yeah. He probably do with his little friends and stuff, you know, to be taking pictures. And he did it. was like, oh, as soon as he did, he was like... <laughs> She said, oh, like, I know you just didn't stick your finger up. <laughs> I wonder, like, because I'm not a parent, but I wonder if parents are like, I know my kids go to school and they cuss and they stick their middle fingers up. They just better not do it here. I would have whipped his ass and, and laughed my tail off as soon as I got away from him. Yeah, I, I would have to. I would have been looking at that video like, look at this fool. <laughs> I would have shown, like, his grandma look, and his look at this. Now, when Let he me see, tell you now, what Jojo see this did. Because mm-hmm. he ain't see. I'm Christian. <laughs> bye. Bye, B. You don't stick our fingers. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Um, but I just had to share that little story. Um, oh, I know we talked about Beyonce on Jay-Z earlier. But I saw today where Beyonce has surpassed Taylor Swift as the richest woman in music. Should do a slow clap, a slow clap for Beyonce. Hands Y'all raised, mean, hallelujah. Well, she shouldn't have because she's like, I mean, Beyonce probably has more talent in her pinky toe than Taylor Swift. Here's the thing. I don't know exactly like how they're counting the financials, but if they're just counting it as in like what their worth is or like how much they make, like how much is in their accounts and stuff, 
then Taylor Swift was born rich. See, I didn't know that. I didn't have no idea. I don't yeah. know anything about her story. Taylor Swift, I can't remember what the business is, but it's something that we all know. Like, Taylor Swift was born rich, so to know that Beyonce has surpassed her as the richest woman um, in music makes me feel extra good. Good for her. She deserves it. She's been working her entire life. Beyonce is a workhorse. Like, no disrespect to the phrase. Like, she is a machine. Yeah. Shout out to Matthew Knowles. Seriously. No matter what we say about Matthew, no matter how aggravating he is, when it comes to, like, the way they, as a family, number one, push Beyonce the way he pushed her, the way he set her up for success... I mean, who has done better besides maybe um, Joe Joe Jackson? But yeah. like, right? I mean, if you can was, say you're a Joe Jackson, like you right up there with him, then yeah, he's right up there with him, but minus the yeah, beatings. all the beating. <laughs> Cause, uh, bruh, yeah, um, that Matthew Knowles school of PR is the business. It is. I've seen him on other stuff. I've seen him talking to other people. He um. Actually, one of my favorite gospel artists, Brian Courtney Wilson, mm-hmm. is under Matthew Knowles. And when I first started following him and like listening to him and stuff like that, because he's just one of those lady, kind of like how you can, it's easy to like Kirk Franklin. It's also easy to like um, Brian Courtney Wilson for those same reasons. And I'm like, man, like who is the machine behind this dude who I've never heard of before? Matthew Knowles. Yeah. And, like, I didn't realize until I listened to the whole album. And he gives Matthew a shout-out. So I'm just like, I don't know how the man learned, if he learned on his own, if he took some classes, some night courses to figure out how to do this. But he set Beyonce up. He did. Well, and, and he, what did he do? I know he he was making, like, six figures, whatever Before, his career yeah. was. So he's not a dumb man. Like, he, he knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. and he probably just educates himself Mm -hmm. and this is another thing too you know it's not wrong to not necessarily emulate but to study people that you admire correct and 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 figure out like watch them enough to be like okay what are they doing that's working right you know, because I know I got X, Y, Z, and I know it's good, or I know, right. you know, what I'm trying to do can pop, but maybe I just don't know how to really... I'm missing something. Yeah, like, so let me just figure out what these people are doing mm-hmm. and do it my way. Right. Which is basically probably what he did with Beyonce. True. I mean, you know, he had a pretty little girl mm-hmm. that could sing. Could she sing. was likable. Yep. She could dance. She was talented. She could dance. Period. Mama could do hair, so got... Hair and makeup, mm-hmm. costumes. Costumes, keeping the money in the family at the time. He knew that girl groups were popping mm-hmm. or would pop. Found some girls, yeah. boom, and pushed them. Smart. Very smart. So. And I, you know what? No matter what he does, but I'm Matthew, we wouldn't have uh, Desi Child, Beyonce, or Solange. So thank you kindly. Amen. We wouldn't even you. have little baby Blue Blue. We sure would not. So. <laughs> for all that uh, Matthew Knowles has done as a father, um, I'm I'm with him on that. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. Um, what else? Oh, did you see? Go ahead. I was gonna say, can we just you know talk about Kate Spade? Even though yeah. you know we talk about all things black, you know I love me a Kate Spade. Honey, I got Kate Spade bags, wallets, cell phone cases. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford those things, but I've always admired them from afar. Child gifts. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I ain't getting no more kids. But anyway, it's all right. We can talk about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, Kate Spade, if you are a man and don't know who Kate Spade is, if you have a girlfriend, you probably know who she is. But she was a handbag and accessories designer um, that is widely popular that committed suicide last week. Right. Um, and it just goes to show that, you know, no matter what you have going for you, if there's something wrong on the inside or something that you haven't worked out or something that you're struggling with, it's easy to just spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just shows you that money cannot buy you happiness. So right. if you know anyone that is reaching out to you or they seem like they may need help, just talk to them and see what, what resources you can provide. If it's giving them the suicide um, prevention hotline number or helping them Google therapist or, you know, something to, to just get them to the help that they need, it probably really can make a difference. Take a walk break with them every day. Yeah. If they're your neighbor, you know, and you live near them or they're a cousin. Um, Kate Spade was one day, and I think Anthony um, Bourdain was, like, the very mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. Just shocking. I know a lot of people um, loved his – she was a chef. Yeah, right. Anthony was, yeah. yeah. And and he apparently, you know, touched a lot of people because a lot of people were, um, you know, posting. And I, I really didn't know too much about him. Yeah. But a lot of people, I know Obama had posted mm-hmm. some stuff with him. And they said that the, the suicide prevention hotline, actually, it's it spiked 25% in calls mm-hmm. after their passing. Wow. Of people calling in saying, you know, I, I felt this way. Or I feel this way. It's a and part of the conversation. It's been a part of the conversation more heavily. Like, mm-hmm. e- even as I listen to, like, other shows and watch TV a little bit, everybody is really talking about it. Because I think most of us have, even, like, a, in our personal lives, experienced the loss of someone mm-hmm. um, by way of suicide, um, either directly or indirectly. And so it's kind of like, okay, okay, how do we fix this? This isn't, I mean, it's like any other thing that's going on in the world, like maybe back in the 80s something was going on, in the 90s something different is going on in the 2000s or whatever, and you it's kind of passive until it touches either the right amount of people or the right person. Then we're all like, okay, this is an issue how do we rally around the people who are suffering from whatever this issue is? Mm-hmm. And so um, suicides are more prevalent than than most people realize it or, or suicide attempts. I think we've talked about that on yeah. the show before. Yeah, and that's why, like, um, in healthcare, if someone says, you know, I feel like I want to hurt myself or something, the main thing we do is, like, ask them, do they have a plan? Right. Because if you got a plan... Yep, yeah. you're, you're, you're serious. Yeah, you're serious, and you're and you're more likely... To carry that plan out. But I had originally thought that maybe it was related to money, but she had just recently split from her husband. And that just goes to show you, like, people will tell you, oh, you just need to get over it and find you somebody else. Like, there yeah. are so many different types of heartbreak and grief. Listen. And it affects everybody differently. You know, some people are just, they, they can't handle it. And I just wish that we would approach... Mental illness, because I mean, your brain is an organ. I was, you know, say just that. like your, you can have heart disease, or you can have, you know, um, kidney failure, or um, diabetes, and it affects your pancreas. Like you can have a disease, a disease, a disease of your mind mm-hmm. that is a real thing. You know, like it could be a chemical imbalance. Anything can set this stuff off. I was just gonna say, a doctor actually told me that. I probably shared with, with you guys on the show before that. 
Like I had a doctor one time tell me, like you, you're gonna have to cheer up because you can literally die from a broken heart. Like yes. those strings can actually break. That is a real thing. And he was basically saying, like you're, um, you're changing the the balance of the chemicals in your brain. Like yeah. they are literally shifting. Yeah. Like I've been sad sometimes to the point to where. I could work myself into a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Like, literally feel like I cannot breathe. Or I have a very physical response to, like, my sadness. Like, yeah. it, it starts to actually hurt my body, like, where I can I can almost tell, like, when I'm going to start making sounds, like, this is too painful. Like, yeah. something's got to give because I'm physically hurting. And another thing that people don't realize, and I just talked about this, is, is and it is black mental health awareness month it's so much going on this month but that is that is in this month too so i think we're well within our scope to talk about this Mm -hmm. but you know i always say if you don't address those issues that you think you're hiding they'll find a way to seep out yes they will even if it doesn't seep out you know in your conversations with people or your behaviors like one time i was like severely stressed Mm -hmm. like just stressed to the point of no return but in my mind, it was like, oh, I'm healing, I'm getting through it. But I was breaking out in hives every uh-huh. other day. Or your hair will fall out. Or up. your hair will fall Or out. you'll pick up weight and not be able to drop it. Like, yes. Or you'll lose excessive weight and not be able to gain it. Like, all kinds of things. So you have to really think about your mental health and talk to someone. And just a fun fact about Kate Spade. Do you know that David Spade was her brother-in-law? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. So... You know, I just hate it for her daughter and even her husband who she had separated from, like, because now that's it. Forever. Forever. He'll he'll always be stuck with that. So if you know anyone that is suffering or you feel like they might be suffering, all of this check on your strong friends. Check on all your friends. Right. If you ain't heard from them, just say, girl, what's up? Where you been? Right. What's going on? Like, check on everybody that you're close to, not just the, you know, strong friends, like, Because everybody has to be strong at times. That's true. Nobody is strong all the time. You know what I think the implication is, though, when people say check on your strong friends, is that most of the time people do check on the friends who aren't the warriors, Mm -hmm. who aren't the ones that are always checking on other people. It's the strong friends that usually never get checked on. So from that perspective, I understand what people mean when they say check on your strong friends because they're usually the ones... That are checking on everybody else. So it's like flip the script a little bit. Mm-hmm. Flip the coin. I feel you. But yeah. Um, you got a prevention number? Yeah. So that number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, for the people in the back. 1-800-273-8255. That is the suicide prevention hotline. And if you call that number, they will link you with... Um, mental health professionals and resources in your area like asap thank you you're welcome um because we're here to disseminate the information that is needed for our community very much so Mm -hmm. because listen people that aren't black aren't the only ones committing suicide everybody is yeah all all races all ages you and you know what is so crazy is growing up like in our era the, like, number one cause of death among teenagers was, like, car accidents. Because, you know, yeah. joyride, no seatbelts, drinking, doing whatever. And now it's drugs and suicide. Yep. It's not car accidents anymore. That's right. 
which is very sad. Sad either way, man. It is, but like you could be in a car accident, there's no fault of your own. Right. You could be a passenger, or you could be, you know, just riding by. But like, this is stuff you're willingly you're, doing to I your see body. What you're saying you don't Absolutely. willingly get into a car wreck. Right. It, it's it unfortunate. Happens. It happens, but you're willingly taking drugs that could kill you. You're willingly committing, like, you're doing these things to yourself. Right. Not an accident anymore. So that's what is sad and scary about it. Indeed. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. I just had to get that out there because we gotta, we gotta no, be knowing. All of it's necessary. We, we gotta take care of our minds. You know, it's important. So. Yep. I got something. I want to know if you saw this. So I don't even know if this matters to you. Um, but do you like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Not Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, although that's the book that matches the movie, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, but the movie with Gene Wilder. The original? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that version. So. Because the I love me some Johnny Depp, but he's scary. Girl, I would never watch that one, and I love Johnny Depp. He's scary. But I just did not want to watch it, so... Gene Wilder starred in um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory long before I was born. The movie came out in 1971. What was that song? Which one? The slower song that they sing. What? Which one? The Oompa Loompas? Not the Oompa Loompas. When in pure imagination, yes, yeah. okay, that's the, the theme song for the movie. Yes, yeah. I love that song, me too. I know about the characters, I can quote the movie like I can quote the color purple, I know like where the characters are now, like where Charlie Bucket is now. What their where's Marissa Salt? Somewhere being bad. <laughs> I she just wanted to become an her. actress. I just wanted to whoop her. Shout out to my sister Jasmine because that's her name in my phone. Veruca's off. Yes. Girl. Oh my gosh. She's full. She wants everything now. Veruca was a little butthole. Yeah. Truly. Blue um, but one of our favorite subjects on the Culture Shock podcast. Music. Mm-hmm. What about it? Who doing the soundtrack? No, it's not the oh, soundtrack. Shoot, it's girl. somebody who makes music that we talk about on this show. Okay, I think it's these two dudes that look alike. I can't stand you. They look a lot alike. Like, I mean, you're just not gonna let me live, are you? They look alike. Like, I think they need like a 23 and Me or something. Uh-uh. Is that what it is? It's like this one dude named Donald Glover, and then there's this other dude named Childish Gambino. And I mean, man, they look. Hey. I mean, yo, they could be brothers, yo. Somebody come get her. They could be Seriously. twins, yo. I'm willing to give her away at this point. I and mean, somebody would just come pick her they up. They like two totally different people. You know, like one is on Atlanta, one be rapping and Are you singing. Let me tell the story or what? I think that's what you're talking about, but let me know. Fill us in. Soon. I'm going to talk to my friends that are listening to the Culture Shop podcast because oh, oh. I'm sensitive and you're trying to play me, but that's okay. So, y'all, check it. I want to know if you're checking for this. Donald Glover is set. Oh, okay. He's not set, but he's in the running to play Willy Wonka. Now. That's going to be good. Now, let me tell you, I felt a way about At first, I was like, mm-mm, because I'm such a fan of the classic. And I need some time to process it, so I might have a better answer for y'all next week. But right before the show, I was just looking at pictures of Donald Glover, and I was like, I could see how that would work. He could do it. He could do it and wouldn't screw it up the same way I felt like Johnny Depp screwed it up. 
And actually, what they're doing is they're trying to do a prequel to the movie. So, uh, they're not necessarily doing a remake. So, I would probably watch it. Um, the yeah, other, I'm going to watch it. The other two people that are in the running are um, Ezra Miller. I don't know if you, you guys know who he is or if you watched like Harry Potter and transitioned over into Fantastic Beasts. It's another one. Another well, I movie. I know. I saw That's the preview. part two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. And um, and then Ryan Gosling. So we were talking about, you and I were talking about um, like Goosebumps and stuff like yes. that earlier. So I don't know if you know this, but Ryan Gosling used to be on the Mickey Mouse Club, on Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? A lot of people know him from The Notebook. So he's mm-hmm. the, the young lover from The Notebook. Oh, such a good movie. Yep. But those are the three people that I know are in the running for this prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, uh, which they're calling a spinoff. So I will keep you guys posted, but I really want to know how y'all feel about how you feel, B. Um, I'm think? interested. I think he can do it. You know, I'm all for these remakes. Just leave the color purple alone. I'm not all for the remakes, but this one I can handle. I'm all for some. The ones that I've seen have been okay. Okay. I only remake that I'm really not feeling that they keep throwing out is this whole coming to America stuff. But for the most Who part, said that? they pe- right. <laughs> okay. Who said that? They right. be saying it. I'm just like, no, like leave stuff alone. Speaking of movies, somebody asked ice three, I mean, ice three, Jesus, Christ. ice cube. Oh, somebody has ice cube about another Friday. And he said that they're finishing the script. Nice. We're going to see. We're going to see. I mean, now, if he has his son, if, if O'Shea Jr. is um in it, then I might be here for that. I'm trying to figure out who Ice 3 is. <laughs> Who's Ice 3? Um, Why child, can't I talk today? Child, child of Gambino's best friend. Ice 3. Ice mm-hmm. 3. Did you see, speaking of, who was it? Was it Ice Cube? Where the girl was like, it's her dad's birthday. And he had Alzheimer's. Mm-mm. But... He, I think she was asking him about his favorite actor, and he said it was Ice Cube. And she was like, he has Alzheimer's, but he still knows the greats. She asked him like several times. He kept saying it was Ice Cube. So Ice Cube tweeted the girl back to say happy birthday, OG, to her dad. So I thought that was sweet. Um, what else happened this week? Um, what else happened? Oh, so. Some new music came out this week. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Who? It might have been out last week. Neo. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about some good music. What? You... Oh, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. No. You know what? I thought that was, but it was like a mixtape. I was like, why does this thing got 35 songs? But it was a mixtape. Okay. Old. Okay. So, Neo. I love um, Neo. Okay. Yes. And I actually like Neo because he has some really good features on there. He has... One of my favorite artists right now, Eric Bellinger, is on there. You're going to make me pull it up on title as soon as we get off. And then, like, I was, like, trying to feel away because, like, the the name of the album is called Good Man. Yes. And the title track samples D'Angelo Untitled. And I, everybody know how I feel about Voodoo. And I was like, Neo, yes. don't you try me with this. Right. But... I mean, it's Neo. He does it justice. It's a it's a pretty decent album. I've listened to it like twice. It's decent. Okay. It is. It, it is. He has some good stuff on there. Some relatable he content. He's good. He can sing. He can dance. And he can write. That's the main thing because that's what's going to get you the money. Okay. 
is the writing. That's why he got all the coins. He got all the coins. And I'm going to stop. I was about to say something real terrible. Tell me. I'll tell you when we get off. <laughs> you don't want Neo to hear it. It ain't about Neo. Okay. It's just, it's just. I'll say when I, I was gonna say something crass. Okay, I'll I'm write. not gonna do that because I like Neo. Okay, but it's like a knee jerk thing. You know what my mouth is? It's a I knee jerk you. thing. I'm a, I'm I a kind of think I know what you. Okay, got you. Did you see that video where um the 33 year old black guy um who was unarmed and wasn't being violent hadn't committed a crime got beat up by the Mesa Police Department in Arizona. Mm-hmm. That was awful. It was awful. So I recently saw a clip of him um, trying to, I don't even know, because he fumbled all the way through it. He probably from has an emotional standpoint. Yeah. And emotions. They knocked him out. It was done as a collective effort. I saw like three different perspectives, two body cams and an aerial view. And it just looked like the police officer was really, or officers were being aggressive with him because they... Could just because they could, they want to assert their power, mm-hmm. and it wasn't mentioned until they gave him a ticket after uh before they left. And th- this um assault wasn't even mentioned until somebody saw it on the the aerial cam mm-hmm. from like whatever building they were in because they were gonna act like it never happened, absolutely. So, my thing is okay, you have these this body cam footage, and you clearly see mm-hmm. what we're talking about, and it's just like, oh, we're investigating it. Right, they're undergoing a second You can see it clear as day. Right, what is there to investigate? The young man's name is Robert Johnson. I don't want to forget to say that because I, I, I want to make sure that we keep people's names at the forefront of our minds and on our lips, you know, when things like this happen. So, Well, I hope he gets justice, which it is fleeting when I it comes to these matters. Nah. But I hope that he gets some justice um, because who is policing the police? True. Obviously, the, the the bystanders and just people who happen to look at security camera footage. And that is all. Because my thing is, so, okay, this is a question. They have body cam footage, but who reviews it? Well, and that's how my often thing. is it reviewed? That's always my question. Like, do the officers have the ability to go, like, how is it done? Do they have the ability to go in and erase it and just say, oops? It was an accident, like, if they want to, or who is review? Like, is it their superiors? I, I always have these questions. Like, is there a monthly review? Is there someone hired specifically, like, a, a party who is does not work in that same building, who does not have a relationship? Someone in human resources that doesn't have a relationship with them? It needs to be an outside It needs to be an outsourcing job. Yeah, mm-hmm. a consulting firm that reviews the body cam footage, does audits to make sure that it's not being tampered with, random audits to make sure that your equipment is actually working. Correct. Who does this? Because it can't be anybody that's within the police department. Correct. Maybe I need a, maybe I need that job. I don't know. And if they don't have it yet, then maybe you need to start it. Because who does it? It's a good idea, B. Write that down. Because this is ridiculous. Paying all this money... Paying your salaries, mm-hmm. paying to get this these body cameras because you know the police department isn't paying for it, and then you still doing stuff like who is watching this stuff? Right, holding y'all accountable. Accountability is everything, and that comes with any job. Sure does. You better preach up in here. Uh, um. Yeah. 
So, as it pertains to good, bad, and indifferent, we give you the information. You get to decide how you feel about it. I already gave you my opinion. You got anything else, B? Um, One last thing. So, within the last two days, um, there was a ruling out of Ohio that basically <gasps> puts a limit on your voter registration if you don't vote. Effective immediately. Effective immediately. So, if you are a resident of Ohio and... You don't vote, I think it's within two consecutive federal elections or like within four years. They can just remove your name from the from the voter registration list. I think that's ridiculous. And I think they knew what they were doing when they did it. Even if you were going to put an absurd rule into play like this, it should have been, at, okay, after, so they've already decided that it's a thing. Oh, yeah, the Supreme Court ruled. The Supreme Court ruled today that um, that method of removing names from its voter rolls does not violate federal law and the decision was five to four. So it was a close ruling. So once the ruling came down, it should have been going forward from this election on if they were going to do something like that. I don't think they should have done it, but I'm saying like if it's effective immediately. And it's just concerning because we're about to have midterm elections, mm -hmm. which is why they did it, which is why they did it. And six other states have similar laws. Um, and, and so this ruling could, especially in North Carolina, the battles that we have had mm -hmm. with voter registration and voter ID laws, it just may make other states, especially in this area, feel like they can do this to get people eliminated. That mm -hmm. way you show up to the polls to vote and it's like, no. And you know, it's like 25 days. But they let you vote. They let you vote it regardless. And but then they just throw it away. They throw it, away. They throw it out. Your, yours definitely doesn't count. And so, I guess we really need to go through the process of making sure that... I mean, this is always a thing, making sure that people are registered to vote. But now, instead of just trying to get the new people who have never registered or haven't registered in their state or in their county, now we have to go back and make sure that people who think they're registered to vote but maybe didn't vote last year, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Maybe they... They think they didn't vote last year. They think they voted the year before. And in reality, they've missed two years because time flies, right? Um, shoot, I forget what I do from one weekend to the next. So I can see how easy it might be for a voter to forget if they voted last time or not. And they go to vote this time and can't do anything about it. Um, John Husted, he's actually the Secretary of State for Ohio. He's a Republican and he... This is what he says, and this is a quote. It's from CNN.com. He said, Today's decision is a victory for election integrity and a defeat for those who use the federal court system to make election law across the country. This decision is validation of Ohio's efforts to clean up the voter rolls, and now with the blessing um, from the nation's highest court, it can serve as a model for other states to use. So that's what this is about. Yep, yep, yep. So basically, they're penalizing you for not not voting. So this is when people say, oh, voting, it don't matter. So it's now it's like if you don't use it, you lose it is basically what they're saying. It used to be like if you move or if you get a felony or things like that, you know, cause you to, to lose it. But now it's just like, oh, you don't use it, we're taking you off. Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So not only do you need to make sure that you're actually registered, you know, like get registered. You need to make sure that your name is still active on the voter registration list for your state, city, X, Y, Z. It's I'm ridiculous. Just, I'm aggravated. 
it's very aggravating because it's just like there I'm telling you we're going to end up in the fucking handmaid's tale excuse my language now, I say I always say that it's so good it's so good and it's so scary because you can laugh if you want to we it's so possible I could literally see somebody putting something like that together it's very possible and it's scary so we have to make sure that if you guys you know like don't let this stuff distract you these shenanigans that are going on these are the types of things that matter exactly not what he says because at the end of the day he is just a man in that office these are the types of things that matter which they're trying to cover up and distract us from while they passing shit like this right so that's all i wanted to to touch on is because girl you know i go off for my politics okay so i just wanted to make sure that you guys are aware of that and to keep that in mind Midterms are coming up. Make sure that at least two months beforehand, you know that you're registered. That way you don't miss that window to get registered and then you're just SOL. Correct. So that's it. (sighs) Okay. So earlier we talked about how um, there are a lot of things going on this month. And so I just kind of wanted to touch on a few things. I know we've mentioned already that this is um, Men's Health Week. Yes, it is. Okay. All the men. Now, I want you... All the good men. All the good men. Not the bad the, men. But the good ones. But the good ones. Yes. Um, I also wanted to touch on the fact that it is Black History Music Month. Yes, it is. I feel like time really flies. So I feel like we were just celebrating Black His- Music History Month. And here we are again, a whole year later. So, I don't know if you've participated in participated in any activities Girl, it's this it's this it's the wine stringent wine that you yes have for us here i'm sorry i'm not gonna bring this one anymore this right here because it's strong it is like girl strong with a k strong with a k it is strong i'm just like did she what she put in here? Uh-uh. I would never. She's Louise. I done got Pill Cosby. <laughs> no, ma'am. Not Pill here. Cosby that had to go to Chuck Podcast. Not today or any Jeez other. She's Louise. Um, so I don't know if you've done anything to celebrate Black History Music Month. Um, I haven't had the chance to, but I have a feeling that once Juneteenth rolls around, yes. I'll get all of that in one. I want to go to, you know, they're having a jazz festival this weekend. Yeah. But it wasn't, it just wasn't too many names on there that I felt like I wanted to You weren't interested? No. I did want to see Kendrick and Family, Kendrick and Family Soul, but. Listen. <sighs> and Will Downing is, is going to be there. timeless. Their um, debut album, Kendrick, is a time. I, Stars I will get me in my feelings. What? I just. Get out of my head. I played that album all last week. And I follow them on Instagram, too. And so they are so lovely. They make me laugh. They are a real family. Come on, Kendra. And, you know, they run their own Instagram account. They should. Yeah, so um, so it's fun following them because it's not somebody else behind the It was one curtain. point in time. This was probably, this was during a summer session at Winston State University. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I played Stars 
And this was before Janelle Monae got really, really popular. But she had this, not the album or that EP that she had called Metropolis, but she had just a, a song called Metropolis, and it was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And for, like, those, that's, like, my favorite two songs of theirs. Like, I would just play those two songs back-to-back and just be mm-hmm. all yeah. emo. So the the um, Black Jazz Music Festival, the Charlotte Jazz Music Festival is this weekend. Charlotte Jazz Festival yes. is this weekend. Everybody's having Juneteenth celebrations or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be plenty of stuff to do this weekend if you're in the Charlotte area. Yep, and we're going to share some of that um, in a few minutes. I got to get my naps first. I got to get some naps Listen, before I go to all this stuff. Don't Jared. be out here playing. Um, and the, the last, so I, I want to take a few moments to talk about fathers. You know, Father's Day is coming up. And there are a lot... Okay, so I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, Black men get a bad rap a lot of times in the community. But let me tell you something. I've had this argument with uh, women who are older than I am, who are like outside of my generation. Mm -hmm. Um, When I say, you know, the fathers in my generation, I personally feel, are doing a lot better than the fathers that were before me so like my dad's generation like the um maybe my grandfather's generation not saying anything about those men in particular but just saying like that those generations seem to be Mm -hmm. the fathers who were leaving home who were you know not saying this doesn't happen but having kids uh with the neighborhood uh women and you got brothers living down the street growing up as best friends you don't even know like I feel like people are co-parenting better now and in my generation and after. I feel like if if a person, you know, is is somebody's father, you know, might be a little drama associated with it in the beginning, but they go ahead and step up to the plate for the most part. And they're mm-hmm. like, these boys are brothers. I want my sons to be raised as brothers. I want my daughters to be raised as si- uh, sisters right. or whatever. And so um, in addition to that, I think that people think, and we've said this before, that people think that black families are non-existent, that black mm, men are not wear, marrying black women, and that black families aren't staying together. And it is so far from the truth. Black men are showing up to the meetings. They're taking their kids to play sports. They're taking their daughters to get their nails done. They're doing hair. Um, I think in the day of, or this information age that we live in, you know, we get to see a lot more of that. Mm -hmm. I think in seeing it, it has encouraged other men who probably wouldn't have to do it a little bit more. And I just want to kind of love up on, dote on our black fathers a little bit. And even give a shout out to some of the um, black dads that you know that might be your friends or uncles or what have you. You know, any special men? Um, Well, yeah, my brother. Um, you know, he's a good dad. He loves his daughter. Like, I, that's one thing I can say. Like, the men in my family, mm-hmm. they be happy. They with their kids. Yeah. You know, like, they're all with their children. Even if they're not in living in the household, their kids are with them. You right. know, they, they do the sporting events. They pick them up from school. They take them to the bus stop. Like, they're in their lives. And so that whole narrative that, Black fathers are just nowhere is a lie. Now, you know, granted, there are some that disappear, but there's there's some in in all races that that disappear and are just out doing whatever they want to do. But there are so many more that are there that aren't there. Um, And it's just, 
heartwarming to see, you know, especially because, you know, you think about the masculinity of men and stuff. And then when you just see them with their kids and they're just like melting, it's just, it's good to see. It really is. And, and being a good father often combats, um, I know earlier we were talking about Issa Rae, that, that toxic, uh, that hyper-masculinity, it, it kind of dulls that out a little bit mm-hmm. and, and makes people a little more balanced. And um, so there are plenty of people, and I know I'm already going to start feeling guilty after I, name, I start naming names, but I have to just get some of these off, um, like, some of my friends, like um, Chester Beeman and Charlie Bowers, my cousin uh, Reggie Newby. I have a guy who's like a brother to me, Reggie Bryce. Um, my friend Jonathan Murray, who also went to Winston-Salem State. Senior, who, you know, raised, raised somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all done a, an excellent job as fathers, you know, making sure that their sons and daughters are well taken care of, don't want for anything, you know, are learning or have learned major life lessons. Like even if they weren't raised in environments where maybe they had the love and adoration and attention that they needed from their fathers, they still are doing a good job of making sure that anything that they were lacking, they give to their kids and everything that they did receive that was an assist. Yeah. That wine girl. (laughs) Um, That was a necessity. They are also transferring that over into the rearing of their their young ones in the house. And I just really appreciate that. Yeah, because you need parents. Mm -hmm. You need both parents. You know, not to say that everything is going to work out and that life is going to be perfect and that even that your children are going to grow and be perfect. Truly. You know, having, especially for... I mean, for all children, but especially in the black community, yeah. it is important to have a, a black father to sit you down to have, I mean, just the societal talks with. Right. Because, you know, mom can teach you how to be respectful, like, like if we're talking about like guys, but mama can't teach you how to be a man. Right. Your daddy got to do that. Or a man has to, some male role model, some male figure has to teach you how to be a man right so i just think it's important to honor those that are doing their part and even the ones who aren't because we don't know what their story is right we don't know what issues you know like i say this all the time people can only give you what they have Mm -hmm. they can only raise you how they know how right so everybody is not going to have that experience sometimes people just don't know how to do that Mm -hmm. that's not within their capacity to do and it doesn't make it okay but they can't give you what they don't have. Fact. So, you know, we, we have to allow people some grace to, to figure things out and to take it from face value and, and not let it, you know, keep the next generation from doing from theirs because they didn't have. Right. That's really what I'm getting at. So. Happy Father's Happy Day to you all whatever. Shout out to you, good dads. Um, so, I want to know. Per usual, what inspired you this week or what was funny? Um, So since we're talking about fathers, there was this video on Instagram that I did see. Mm-hmm. And basically it was like, clearly it was this dad babysitting. Well, keeping the baby, not babysitting, but keeping right. the baby. And apparently this baby was like scared of like 
gun noises, which I mean, it's a baby, it should be. So the dad would like make this noise and the baby would just like start shaking <laughs> like, what is going on? And he kept doing it. It was so funny because the baby was so fat and it was just jiggling serious? like jello. Yes. You look like you were doing the Harlem shake. That's what the baby looked like. Every time he'd be like, Brr, and the baby would be like, oh, 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 like what's going on? Like every single time. It was just so funny. That is not So right. I'm like, look at this. Like only a dad would do that. Like only a dad would get a kick out of making shooting noises and watching the baby like Harlem shake. That is not so right. That was funny to me. Um, also just, you know, seeing my friends, you know, kids, dad or husbands with their kids and just, you know, like being hands on and like keeping them while, you know, the mom goes out of town and just really being a parent. Yeah. Kind of inspired me this, um, this week because I don't think we give guys enough credit sometimes. Absolutely. I don't think we give them, I don't think we give the good ones enough credit. Let me say that like that. Right. So, just to see, you know, my friends out, like, picking out Father's Day gifts for, you know, their husbands or significant others, I just, I felt like that was like, okay, so, it's some good ones out there or whatever. They out there. So, that gave me inspiration. What about you? I like it. Um, earlier in the show, I talked to you guys about how I went to the brunch um, at church the other day, and mm-hmm. I honestly hadn't been to church in a long time. Um, I mean, I've been to, you know, events or whatever, but I haven't specifically been to church. And again, it wasn't on a Sunday, but, um, I told you my friend facilitated the brunch and she had a little message. It had a lot of comedy in it, but I was just inspired overall by the number of people that were there, um, by the age ranges that were there. And by the fact that a lot of times, I don't know about you, but like when I was growing up, you know, church is a certain way mm-hmm. you know and I do believe in respect and reverence right um, when you're in any environment it doesn't even have to be church but I feel like there's a time and a place for everything which is why I tell people like sometimes like if you're with me I'm like okay you don't know who you're in front of so you can't just go cursing in front of any and everybody because you don't know how even if you're like, I'm grown, I can do what I want to, yes, but don't you care about offending other people? You know, just things like that. So, but it inspired me. It made me feel good to be in an environment that I know, for the most part, a person off the street will walk in and think, oh, this is church. Like, I can't do this or I can't say that or I can't talk about this or address that. Mm-hmm. And just to be in a room um, full of leaders, like leadership that's like no we can nothing is off the table right um because that's how you that's how you touch people that's how you affect lives and i'm not even necessarily talking about bringing someone to christ or whatever your religion is but that's how you affect people that's how you make the world better by meeting people where they are touching them at their level and being willing to discuss whatever subjects are on their hearts Mm -hmm. so that was my inspiration for the week Cool. Um, is there anything that you don't want the people to forget? Um, yeah. So, um, is that this week? No. So, um, this week. No, wait a minute. That was last week. Wait a minute, girl. I'm you all, forgot. You forgot. I'll torn up, child. Um, I guess, you know, this weekend coming up, everybody's going to be celebrating Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I don't want the people to forget. If you, you know, got to event bright some, some events yep. or have a cookout on your own, you know, like this is really our 4th of July. 
Right. So I just don't want people to forget, you know, the reason that we're having Juneteenth um, because, you know, it was how long was it before we got the word that like everybody was free? I can't remember exactly. Almost, how long, it was almost it was, a year, right? Yeah. If longer. Longer than that? I don't know. I'll look it back up. Okay. So we, we have to really just remember to keep that in our mind and, and celebrate, you know, holidays that are less spoken about in, in the general public. Um, because, you know, we go and we celebrate 4th of July, but, child... We were still enslaved. We were still enslaved, so that's not really Independence Day for us. This is this is how we celebrate Independence Day. So, find some Juneteenth activities, have a cookout, you know, go to the pool, find some food trucks. I mean, just do something to get out there and be black and happy this weekend. That's true. Um, it's funny because don't let anybody convince you that Juneteenth is not something to be celebrated. I was talking to somebody and they were telling me that here in the Charlotte area where the Culture po- Culture Shock podcast is um, based, that Juneteenth celebrations have, uh, you know, kind of dwindled over time. And I've seen and heard black people sneer at Juneteenth celebration a lot. But it's because they don't understand that truly you were enslaved during mm-hmm. what now is celebrated right. as Fourth the 4th of July. July. Yeah. Um, so there are some things going down for Juneteenth um, in conjunction with Black Music History Month. Uh, I know they have the, the Foodies and Fellowship. Mm-hmm. That's Tuesday. So that's actually on Juneteenth. It starts mm-hmm. at 630 um, you can go down there and support Black Business. The address is thirty four eighteen. I can't remember that. And you may have the RSVP it? for that too. So oh, you do have to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Cuzzo's Cuisine. So you can just Google that, and I'm sure you'll be able to find the Eventbrite for that. Um, what else is going on? Gant After Dark. So Black Music Month um, edition Gant After Dark is at the Harvey B Gant Center. It's the African American Arts and Culture mm-hmm. Center. It's open to the public, and that is on June twenty first, which is a Thursday, six to ten. I'm actually hoping I can make that. And okay. then there was something called Seven Negro Sermon in, in Verse. Did I you saw see that, that mm-hmm. God's Trombone? So that's also going on June nineteenth through the twenty first um, at Spirit Square, and the address is third three hundred and forty five North. <laughs> Girl, you bad as me, girl. I'm you bad as me. 345 North College Street here in Charlotte. I think the tickets were like 20 bucks. Um, but yeah, those are just a couple <clears throat> things that you can <clears throat> check out. Oh, girl. Oh, and so you guys will hear this show on Tuesday. On Friday, since we're celebrating uh, Men's Health. Black Men's Health. Men's Health. Yeah, Black Men's Health, and then this is Black Men's Health Week. Right. So, on Friday, um, we're wearing blue. Yes, everybody's supposed to wear blue on Friday. Mm-hmm. If you are wearing your blue, whether it's during work hours or after when you get ready to go out, if you put your picture up and you just so happen to be wearing blue, even if it's an accident, tag us. <laughs> and with that being said, with, with Men's Health Week, you know, make sure if you have loved ones over 50 or that have a significant history of cancer in their family, that they're getting their colonoscopies, prostate exams, blood pressure check, cholesterol readings, blood sugar readings, going to the eye doctor, going to the dentist, 
all preventative care, we want to make sure that we move forward with that with those things up today because we don't want something to basically steal us away from our families and our lives that we can be, you know, cautious of and prevent. So if you got a man in your life and you love him, help him find a primary care doctor. Make sure that, yes. you know, he knows what's going on with his body. Because you know men be hard-headed sometimes. We'll not go to the doctor until something is wrong. So this is Men's Health Week. Make sure, and if you're a man and you're listening, make sure you know if your blood pressure is normal. Make sure, you know, if you do have a family history history of cancer, that those are things that you're keeping an eye on. If there's something going on with your body that is is abnormal, tell somebody. Right. You know, this is this is your week, and, you know, to, to, to take care of yourself and for us to celebrate you and... To, to make sure that you're on the healthiest track possible. So, if you got a man and you love him, girl, get him to the doctor. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's your good word for the good people this week? Girl, this is so funny, but my good word for the good people is just stay hydrated, honey. Don't nobody want nobody. Oh. Don't nobody want to be bothered with no thirsties, okay? Stay hydrated. And if you think I'm being shady... I am. I probably am. Right. Stay hydrated, thirsty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my good word for the good people is don't be selfish. You know, I think we went through this phase. I don't know what year it was or what span of year years it was where people were like, "It's okay to be selfish." Yes, you got to take care of you, but. There are people out here who are in need. They're in need of someone to talk to. They're in need of a little change in their pocket. Like, I can remember a time where $20 was going to make or break me from one week to the next. Like, not having the $20 was going to set me on a spiral to be, excuse the phrase, but asked out for weeks to come. Mm -hmm. And some people are going and spending that at cookout, like, if you know somebody is in need, man, just throw them some dough. Or if you know they need to be talked to or if you got somebody on your heart, give them a call. Like, you never know whatever presence you have in their life at that moment changes the trajectory of what they have going on going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, man, just bless people with your presence or your finances or a ride, whatever it is. If you're in the grocery store and you're buying your grocery and you're in front of somebody that looks like they need it or maybe they don't look like they need it just be a blessing to somebody every now and then they got twenty dollars worth of grocery be like i'm gonna get hers too or i'm gonna get his too do mm-hmm. what you can for people that will come back to you yeah, don't be yeah. selfish and do it with a giving heart yeah. don't do stuff with an attitude right or don't do it like oh well you know like i'm gonna get xyz or doing it from like i'm a floss in front of people and just pay for their stuff like right. do it because you want to do it exactly I never forget, um, and I'm not telling the story, like, for praise or anything, but just as an example, I paid for this lady's grocery one time. I almost hate saying that, but I really want to tell this. Like, I paid for this lady's grocery one time, and she wanted to know what my name was, and I just felt like it was unnecessary. Right. Like, I don't want you to look, look me up. I don't want you to, like, specifically put on your page, you know, and none of that. I just want you to go. And you, and when you can't do it somewhere else. Yeah, when you can do it for somebody else. That's like I love when I go to Starbucks and the pay it Chris, forward line. Especially has during Christmas. 
Well, not Starbucks now. But it had to be Dunkin' Donuts. McDonald's. It used to happen at McDonald's all the time. Oh, my God. It is so fun. Because then, then you're like, okay, it I'm going to pay for this. And it's it, like, okay, I'm going to pay for this. Like, it's just the best thing. It is. It really is. Feeling, I mean, helping people feels good, man. And if you can't attest to that, that means you haven't tried it. <laughs> look at you. Look at you and look at you. Then you sitting there looking like a my dead. My finger dead, hit it. Called in headlight. And I, I'm listen, my finger hit it. Hey, y'all. Let me tell you something. We're going to figure out what week is going to go by where somebody is not making noise with their phone or their paper or their um glass. But look, we always going to have the glass. <laughs> I can't do it without my glass, Jack. Uh, you can and you shall. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words, girlie? Girl, no. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. Yes. I hope you enjoy our um, episode. You like, you share, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your friends' friends, tell your mama, sister, daddy, brother, auntie, uncle to go give us a listen, okay? Because we need your continued support to keep doing this. So Indeed. listen, 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 like, and share. That's Indeed. all. You know you can follow us on social. <laughs> it's this, this, this. I quit until next I, me week. Me too. Now, you know I never, I never not finish my wine. You better Girl, finish that. Uh-uh. I can't fool with you in these dry, strong, manly wines. Uh-uh. I need something dainty like a little peach moscato. I know I said this one time before. I love peach moscato. I know I said this before, but today I am giving her away for free. Uh-uh, honey. She costs. <laughs> She's expensive. Uh, you Who's can find us. Free. Who said that? Who said that? Uh-uh. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, The Culture Shock Podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. You can find us anywhere. If you're um, following us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. If you're not, go click that follow button. And you can always email us at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Yes, we do. Y'all need to talk to us some more. Talk to us. Let us know what's going on and stuff. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> We know what's going on in the world. I love her. We don't know everything. We need y'all to help us. Help us help you. Because you know you be listening to stuff. You be riding your car. You be in a gym. Oh, We want to make God. it pop for y'all. Like I'm popping. Come on. You know, I mean, oh, we stay popping. I'm trying to get everybody else on the popping level that we're on, you know? I'm trying to bring everybody trouble. with us. Because we want to pop together. You know what? And pop severely. Okay. I accident. You know what? Never mind. Happy Father's Day, guys. We will talk to you next week. It'll be Juneteenth. Want to know how you're celebrating? So hit us up and let us know. Woo-woo. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. This is the Culture Shock Podcast. And, and we, we out. <laughs> I just want to be. That's all I